We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Success will be within your reach only when you start reaching out for it. And this is from Stephen Richards. Um, Think your way to success. Let your dreams run free. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Brigitte Gia and today's theme is the gift of color and manifestation. And I'm Katie Chu. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity a top nonprofit honored by a guide star and great nonprofits. Please visit www.bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation and get more information about how you can be part of our mission to increase literacy and positive message media. Be The Star You Are has launched Operation Disaster Relief. We need your donations to help us help those in distress by providing books and other resources. Please donate today at bethestarur.org. You can even donate through PayPal Giving Fund with no additional fees. Alrighty, so in this first segment today, I thought I'd just tie in today's theme, The Gift of Color and Manifestation, with another installment of my segment, Art Attack. And, uh, you know, I do Art Attack uh, as a way to kind of link art to expressing yourself. And a big part of art is really color. Uh, there is there is a certain there are certain genres of art where you're not working with color, and uh, one could venture to say that that lack of color kind of expresses something about your art um, separately. But I think the majority of art, as we know it, uh, as the general public is kind of aware of it, has a lot of color. It, when you think of art, you think of paint, you think of pigment, and you think of color and manifestation of one's ideas, per se, and one's beliefs, and maybe one's opinions, even. So I thought I'd just go ahead and talk about the basics of color within art and maybe uh, the basics of color as we see it as well. And there is a difference kind of between um, the the color that we find from light and the color uh, that we know as pigment. Um, as most of you probably know, uh, when you put every color of light into one or you mix it all together and you use that little plastic you know clear pyramid uh you know that little rectangle yeah it makes like a little white light or it separates white light into a rainbow of colors so we see that light when combined makes white or makes this beautiful white light color uh but pigment on the other hand uh, we've all done this we've combined combined all of our finger paints into a muddy black or brown and that's what 
pigment does when you mix it all together it forms the complete opposite on the spectrum to white and even though that might be a bit of a natural phenomenon I thought it was very interesting or I thought the disparity between the two colors that all the other colors can combine to make uh, is kind of cool where you have white when light is combined and black when pigment is combined. So moving right along to getting more into colors and especially colors with an art. Uh, usually if we're focusing specifically on the medium of painting, uh, you have, or not even painting, but maybe color in general uh, when used in art, you have primary and secondary colors. And we know our primary colors as red, blue, and yellow. And we also know that if we mix those three colors in any combination, we can get any set any palette uh, that is imaginable to mankind um, maybe barring like in infrared light or something like that or like x-rays or different sorts of colors that are found um, outside of the color scale that we know but um, we start with primary colors and then in art you mix your paints or you mix your pastels your colored pencils or any other medium to get secondary colors which are a combination and then I think you can even keep going to it might be tertiary colors. I'm not too sure of the name. I usually, when I'm painting, I kind of just mix whatever shade looks nice and then I go with it. <laughs> yeah, and so it's love the way that pigmentation really comes out in art. And I think it's really cool that there are primary and secondary colors and that you can mix your primary colors to get anything because if you if you look at it kind of deeply and you and you connect it to the way we express ourselves is kind of a, it kind of displays or represents the idea that we as people can start with any set of things any basic set of things and we can mix those things and we can use them uh, to our advantage to create larger things and to uh, be bolder in life and to achieve our life goals and I like how the, the idea of primary colors or the fact that primary colors exist and then you can mix them to get more complex colors. I uh, like how that ties into the way we can start with a foundation and then keep on going and build that into something greater within our lives. Um, and so there's a connection. Um, make of it what you will. Um, and moving right along um, onto some of the colors that are found within the secondary palette and maybe the tertiary palette, um, once you start mixing all these different colors and you get all these different shades, uh, there are shades that look more similar to certain um, or to each other. And we put them into kind of color schemes. And if you've ever decorated your room or anything like that, and you've decided to paint it a different color or maybe come up with a theme, uh, you probably know about color schemes. And even if you don't, you know, if you have social media, people on there talk about certain color schemes all the time. And you've got like pastels and neons and metallics. And they're all great. And they've all, you know, all the colors within a certain color scheme, of course, tie into a certain characteristic or they have a certain trait uh, that puts them into this color scheme, this particular color scheme, whether it be pastels or yeah, neons or anything like that. I personally think that color schemes different emotions so different color schemes will 
bring about different feelings uh, when you see them. For example, pastels really kind of calm you down and maybe metallics will get you fired up or get you thinking about your next victory because metals are in metallic colors. And I think that's personally really cool. I think in art, it's definitely utilized a lot where if you artist wants to inspire a certain emotion within the audience that he or she is dealing with, he or she will use a certain color scheme, maybe uh, one with gray tones in all the colors or uh, to inspire sadness or uh, not disapproval, but like disappointment. And maybe if the artist wants to inspire a more happy feeling, he or she will then use a color scheme that's lighter, tinted with whites. Maybe they'll mix whites into their different colored paints to make the colors lighter. And you have that disparity between the different color schemes. Um, moving right along onto a completely different topic now <laughs> that I've kind of made all of these connections to art and the human soul and whatnot, uh, I thought I'd just jump over to the the world without color or the world as it would be without color. And I think a really good representation of a world without color or one that we thought was without color would be that of the ancient Greeks. Because, you know, we discovered all of these different statues, marble statues, these figures of ancient Greek gods and goddesses and heroic figures, uh, idols per se, that were gray or they were the color of the original marble or the original stone and for the longest time we in the modern world thought that those statues that's how it was supposed to be that's how the ancient greeks saw their people or that's how they chose to portray them was through cold stone without color but then i i don't know when it was i think maybe a few years ago they did some analysis on the statues and they looked at maybe the chemical um residue or like the chemical background of these statues and they realized that these statues used to have color on them they the originals were painted and probably put in the in the center of the uh, the polis and they had color, they had pigmentation and we'd just been seeing them as black and white or gray uh, because the color had not outlived the marble and the marble was what we had to work with. And that I feel like really interesting because we see these marble statues in a certain light. Um, we see them as very noble because they're marble and Maybe if you go into a modern home, they'll have little figurines, little replicas of certain famous Greek statues that are great, that are marble. And perhaps they were put in these houses because they were marble, because people now think that it's artistic to have an unpainted statue. But in history, they were actually painted. And so I thought that was super interesting, again, that there's this juxtaposition or this disparity between that with color and that without, and it changes our perspective on things. Um, and so, Katie, I just wanted to ask you real quick uh, to maybe take it to a lighter, lighter place. You know, what is your favorite color scheme? I honestly, you know, color schemes, uh, you, you know, mentioned a couple, you talked about pastels, neons, metallics, and 
I didn't think about color much before this year, but this year I'm taking ceramics and, you know, we glaze our works and we look at a, a huge array of, you know, glazes and different colors to be able to add color to our works. And really looking at it, I think I do kind of admire the metallic color, you know, it's a little unique. It's not quite as, you know, gentle as pastel, but it's not as, you know, out there as neon. It's kind of that middle and I don't know, I've been kind of pulled to it recently <laughs> and, mm-hmm. Yeah, I. But thank you so much for that. You know, segment that you just mentioned about all these connections with colors and art. You know, we automatically connect color with art, but we still don't know that much about it. You know, as you just mentioned, all these things about how there are different types of color schemes and the difference between light and pigment and the history in art about color. And well, thank you so much, Brigitte, for yet another brilliant segment on art. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have. Support our show and these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. For more info on how to do this, go to www.bethestarur.org and follow our blog. I'm Katie Chu. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Again, head on over to our website at bethestarur.org during the break. Keep listening for the rest of our lively conversation on the gift of color and manifestation. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting, inspiring program. I'm Katie Chu, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. Today, we're going continuing our exciting discussion on the gift of color and manifestation. And I'm Brigitte Gia. In this segment, we're lucky to have Natalie Zayman joining us today. So Natalie is the author of Color and Conjure and Magical Destinations of the Northeast. She also writes for the column Wandering Witch in Witches and Pagans magazine. And she's the co-author of three young adult novels, uh, which are Sirens, Sirens Back in Fashion, and Blonde Ops. In addition to her success with these novels, her articles have appeared in Fate, Sage Woman, and New Witch. When she's not writing or traveling, she is tending to her magical garden. Uh, And with that, let's go ahead and welcome Natalie onto the show. Hi, Natalie. Hey, how are you? 
Thank you. Yeah, really excited to have you on the show today. And we're excited to find out more about what you do and tie it all back to color and manifestation. And so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and jump right into some of the questions that we have for you today. Uh, I just want to know, you know, um, what inspired Color and Conjure and where did you come up for the, with the idea uh, for this project? Well, I had been writing spells and stuff for Llewellyn for a few years, yeah. And um, I have a friend who who is the illustrator of the book, Wendy Martin, um, who had asked me, I guess like, you know, maybe a year before we I came up with the idea, um, would I be interested in doing a coloring book with her? And I was like, well, that would be awesome, except <laughs> I can't draw. <laughs> you know, I, it, it, yeah, I just, it, it's, I was like, I, I could color, you know, I'll be happy to color anything that you've, you've done. But I was like, <laughs> I can't draw. And she was like, oh, no, no, no. I, what I want you to do is I want you to, to write something to go with the coloring pages. And I thought that was a really interesting idea because um, I had actually seen, you know, coloring books that where you color words. Um, and I, I thought, you know, that's, that's a pretty powerful, that's a pretty powerful thing to do um, because coloring, you know, um, from my own experience, I've, I've used coloring books to do all different kinds of things. Um, and one of which is to get me through air, airplane rides um, recently yes. because, yeah. <laughs> Um, there's something about it that there's just that, that, you know, that, um, the, the repetitive nature of, of, of going back and forth and trying to stay in the lines and, and, you know, and not having to like concentrate, like say like on a crossword puzzle or on knitting or even reading, um, you can just kind of let go of things. And I was like, well, I'm using, you know, that focuses all my attention and, and, and it, and it got me out of my own head and got me out of my own fears. I was like, what if we could take that? and do something else with it. Um, because I found that at least from, you know, from the spell writing, um, that anytime you add action to something like to a prayer or to an intention or whatever, you know, whatever it is you want to call it. Um, it just seems to make it more powerful. It just seems to make it, you know, it focus better. Um, and then, that's how that's how the idea was born. It was like, okay, well, like it's you know the the whole chocolate and peanut butter thing. They're better together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's what it was. It's like take the take the spells and take the picture, and you can create something. Um, and really, what this is, it's I mean, it's a coloring book, I guess, but it's more of a tool book, if right. that makes sense. I think that's that's really cool how you ended up combining, you know, coloring with just, you know, like with your spells and being able to combine those two seemingly really separate and like independent things and being able to put that in one book, you know, like I'm a senior, but even this summer I gave a coloring book to my friend, you know, my peer, because she said she was bored at work and, you know, she loved it. And I feel like coloring really still applies at all ages and being able to, you know, put spells in that too kind of really makes it a lot more interesting. And seeing that this was, you know, kind of a really more unique method that you came up with and, you know, new idea, what was it really like to work closely with an illustrator? And, you know, what was, how was the interactive process of creating color and conjure? Um, it was it was really cool. I had never really worked with an illustrator before. That's something that um, has always been like kind of in the picture book realm. Um, because bef- when I was writing fiction, all of that was was novels, and there were never there was never any illustration involved in it. 
Um, and what, what, how, I guess what it started out as, um, because we actually did a proposal before we put the whole book together, um, was <laughs> I drew some very bad pictures that will never be seen <laughs> by anyone ever. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I drew some uh, some pretty bad pictures, but but good enough so that it got the point across um, to Wendy to what I was what I was thinking of, um, and then she really brought them to life. Um, you know, adding different things that I I didn't even think of. Um, the first spell that we that we did um, was I believe it was the abracadabra one um, because that was just like abracadabra is an, is an ancient magical word. I mean, it's a stage magician's word, um, but it's actually an ancient magical word. It, it, it translates roughly. And there are many different translations, um, to, I create, that's what I, that's, that's how I had interpreted it for this particular project. Um, and, uh, I, but I still looked at it as a stage magician's word. So it was, it was kind of a combination of the ancient and also kind of the pop culture of what you would think abracadabra would mean. Um, and I was like, I really, I really would like to see like a magician's hat and, and, and whatnot and the rabbit and all that other kind of good stuff. And so she did that, but she also added like this kind of background of these, these magic wands and, and birds coming out like the, you know, magician's doves and things like that. Um, and that just added to like the whole creative process because there's all these little details, um, whenever it is, you know, whenever you create something, um, you know, there's your master idea, but then like, there's all the little intricacies that come into it. Um, and what's, what's cool about this page is that like you, you will manifest something and then you actually turn it into a wand to direct your energy. If you choose to do that, or you could just color the page, um, you know, and all of that is also suggestion, that's the thing about the spells is is that that's what they are. They're suggestions. I've I've seen people um, interpret it in different ways, and that's been very interesting. <laughs> you get all that uh, all all sorts of opinions when you when you publish a work into the world. Um, but you know, I I love that, uh, especially you know, going kind of in the direction of the question. There's also that interaction that. The, the colorer or the the uh, the artist I guess um, who's coloring in uh, the book can kind of do with the book because you can make this wand uh, as well and bring action into it after you've colored it uh, if you want to and so uh, I, I love how you described the abra the process of making abracadabra uh, that certain spell within the book and it seemed like you you definitely like put a lot of thought into it as well as your illustrator Wendy was it um, yes right yes she she definitely seems like a really good illustrator put a lot of effort into really making your ideas happen and I wanted to know you know are were most of the spells in the book like that were there any favorites in particular that you felt had a lot of effort put into them. Well, I mean, each one is 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 pretty unique, um, and it, it it really, I guess, it, it depends on it. My favorite depends on the day um, and what it is that which I want to. Huh? Yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. Which one I need? Um, you know, one of the ones that I really, I really love um, is a very simple. Um, it's a simple spell, and it's also a very simple picture. It's called Kick It, right? And it's a cowboy boot, right? Um, and there, yeah. <laughs> 
you know, um, and and there's like a little space where you can where you can add um, words if you like. Um, but the the crux of the spell for that one is, you know, and everybody has these things they want to get rid of, um, whether it's a bad habit, you know, whether it's a toxic relationship, whether it's you know you know anything that you want to you want to stop doing. Um, so you would color the page. Um, you know, in colors that are, you know, remind you of, of this. And, and again, I'm, I, I know I'm repeating myself here, but it's all suggestion. Um, I, you never know what someone is going to look at this page and be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to take it and do this with it instead. And that's marvelous. I think that's, that's fantastic. Um, so what you would do is like, for, in my suggestion, is that you'd put all of the, um, the things that you want to get rid of on this page, right? And you'd color it in and whatever. And then you take it out of the book and then you crumple it up into a ball and you kick it all over the house. And you kick it out the door and you stomp on it and you do all sorts of stuff to it. Um, because again, it's all about adding that action. Yeah. Right. That's catharsis. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Works wow. for me. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. Definitely. Just like a really, really good way of releasing all of your, yeah, yeah like taking whatever you need to discard and kicking it, kicking it. Oh, I really like that. That is, it's pretty brilliant. You know, I really liked how, you know, you mentioned as you were going into this question that, you know, we do need spells, you know, once in a while, like, which spell do I need? Oh, this one, you know, like, we all do kind of need that you know, advice that suggestion once in a while because we, you know, we all need something like that once in a while. And, you know, you mentioned that even before this coloring book, you did have, you did work with spells before. And I was wondering on your opinion of spells, like do spells really work? And in your, what do you think? How, how do they work? Okay. So, you know, some people call it prayer. Um, some people call them spells. Um, you know, it, it, when people like, I guess, like when folks use different, I guess, like ingredients, you know, like you'd use a crystal or an herb or something like that, or even like, you know, some sort of, you know, scented oils or things that you'd put together for a spell. And believe me, when you speak to different people, they will all have different opinions on this. So don't take this as the be all end all. This is how I have come to view it. Um, to me, spells are prayers with props. They really are. Because all of those things that you would use are there to Stimulate your own brain to make it work for you, to help it, to help you focus. Um, and that's what makes magic work is it helps you to focus. Um, if you, have you ever, has have either of you ever read The Alchemist? Uh, I, I haven't. Ah, you must the, read The Alchemist. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely read it. Oh, wait, you must the, read. Is it the one by Avi? Is it the one by? It's Paolo Quilio. Um, it, <laughs> thinking of a different book. It's been it's been around for a while. Um, and actually, confession, I didn't read it until this past oh couple months ago. Um, but I was aware of it. Um, but it turned into um, turned uh, out to be one of the books on my son's summer reading list. Uh, he's also a senior this year, um, and, needed, and and had to like you know and had to get his stuff together. And we had made a trip up to Montreal, and I was like, you know what, this is the perfect time to listen to this audio book because it's a seven hour drive, and we'll be able to like between back and forth, we'll do it. Um, you know, and it 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 really is about the same kind of thing. The book is is itself isn't about magic spells, but about what about the power of you know of of yourself to make things happen. 
And that's, that's the crux of it. That's what spells are all about. It's, it's, the, it's the power within yourself to make things happen. Um, and we all have it. Um, it's just a matter of honing that, you know, and also being patient and, yeah. you know, and, 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 you know, helping these things that we want to come about. They now might always not always come out exactly the way we want. You know, there's that old song. You know, you you might you can't always get what you want, but you find a lot of times you get what you need. Um, and magic does and spells do come about to make those things happen. I've seen it happen too many times. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh, you know, I I do I love that idea of uh, having prop. Yeah, exactly is what you said. Like a prop or a pusher to kind of shove you into action. Um, and I guess that's. I love your interpretation of a spell. Uh, well, thank you so much, Natalie, for this wonderful conversation. Um, unfortunately, we are out of time for this segment, but we will be continuing our conversation. I'm sure it'll be a great one uh, in the next segment. So, audience, make sure to visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, blogs, and more. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Katie Chu. To learn more about Natalie Zeman and her books, visit her website at http nataliezaman.com or at nataliezaman.blogspot.com Also, please visit our charity site at bethestarur.org and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash We'll be back in the next segment with more on the gift of color and manifestation. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Brigitte Gia, and our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. For this edition of Express Yourself, we are continuing our fascinating conversation on our theme, The Gift of Color and Manifestation. And I'm Katie Chu. For this segment, we have, again, Natalie Zayman, our guest for today, still on with us to talk about color manifestation and her own book, Color and Conjure. Combining simple spells with enchanting imagery, Color color and Conjure provides us with 50 spells, each accompanied by symbolic, colorable images. 
But it's really more than just a coloring book and a collection of spells. It reveals the secrets to manifesting your desires with magic, creativity, and more. Coloring really does help us focus and calm our minds and be more present, more here. And as we talk with Natalie today, we'll be sure to discover how Coloring Conjure was created and how it can help us discover ourselves. Hi, Natalie. Hey. So, you know, last segment, we really did talk about how spells do work. And, you know, spells for you said you said that they were prayers with props and how it can help us, you know, and we do really need them once in a while. And as your book combines spells with, you know, coloring and both of them are really helpful, inspiring actions that kind of can help us and help, you know, spend past time in an airplane, as you mentioned, or, you know, wherever you are, what do you want readers to take away from your book? Um, you know, it, what I'd like them to do and, and what would make me really, really happy is if, if folks would go in and destroy this book. I've said this before and they're like, destroy it. What are you talking about? No, no, no. I paid good like money to- for this thing. You know? <laughs> That's why you get one for nice and one to destroy. No, just kidding. Um, no, but really, it's like I said, it's meant to be. Um, a tool book, and all of the spells are meant to be suggestions. So when you look at one of these images and you read the suggestions that I offer, um, if you see something else, go for it. Um, but also to take the, the pages out and actually do things with them um, and to empower yourself with them. Um, and that's, I, that's, that's the end goal of any of the projects that really that I've worked on um, is that I'd like to help people empower themselves because they, everyone has that power within them. You know, you don't, you know, necessarily, we, you know, we all have, we all have mentors um, and we all have, you know, folks that we look up to. Um, but keep in mind, there's people that, look up to you as well um, and see you as a mentor, even if you aren't, you know, quite aware of that. Um, and I think once folks really realize, um, you know, the power that they have within themselves, um, you know, we can, we can accomplish great things. Um, and if, and if I've managed to do that, even, you know, on, you know, on a small scale, you know, I would think that that would be wonderful. That would be mission accomplished. Yeah, and to be able to, I, I'm sure, honestly, I'm sure mission has been accomplished, uh, for sure. I think, uh, honestly, the the messages that your book embodies are just so strengthening, and I think that has definitely probably already helped a lot of people, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, I'm sure that it's very impactful. And so, um, I just wanted to know, um, you know, you've been working on this project, this book, and there's a lot of effort that goes into it and a lot of a lot of research when you're creating it and so what was the most interesting magical place or thing or piece of information that uh you discovered while working on it um you know it's 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 interesting i i find and i'm sorry i'm going to go back to the alchemist i'm going to do a little <laughs> an, itty-bitty, an itty-bitty spoiler um is that you know one of the things that he does is he goes on this adventure um and it kind of brings him full circle to where he started doesn't give away too much um but one of the spells that's in the book is this um I guess it would it would it's kind of a, a little bit of a kit, um, and it's called sell this house. Now I don't know if you're going to have a house to sell anytime soon. And again, it's <laughs> you know it's 
but it's one of these things that depending on what your, you know, what your situation is, you could turn it around um, and, you know, and, and use it to your advantage with whatever your situation is. Um, but I was raised, I was raised Catholic. Um, I went to Catholic school for all but two years of my education, and that includes college too. Um, mm-hmm. And I had a very good, and I had a very good experience there. Um, and I've found that drawing on my roots um, has been a very powerful experience for me. Um, and in 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 drawing on my roots, I honor my ancestors. Um, and that's that to, to me that's that's very important. Um, and honoring your ancestors also to me again, there are, people will have different opinions on this, and and it's wonderful that we can all have different opinions, um, and you know, and still all you know get along and 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 talk and and you know have conversations and whatnot, um, you know. But for me, um, drawing on on my past. Um, has helped me to to honor my ancestors, and part of that is honoring their beliefs. Um, and this this little coloring page for sell this house uh, kind of honors this this Saint Joseph, um, who was the he was a carpenter. He was the stepfather of Jesus and whatnot. And there's a whole little story that the 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 spell goes into. Um, but essentially, um, and this is kind of a folksy belief too, because like, you know, technically it, it, it's, it's not, um, it's, it's, it's kind of a folksy Catholic belief. Uh, but if you want to sell your house, you get yourself a statue of St. Joseph and you bury him upside down in your backyard, <laughs> but facing away oh. from the house. Yep. Oh. Um, and you and you keep him there until the house sells, and once the ink is dry, then you make an offering at a shrine, um, you know. And usually it's a key, um, or he likes lilies, and he has like specific colors. And his um, his feast day is in March, and he has his own pastry. It's it's all very <laughs> it's all very <laughs> elaborate, <laughs> you know. Um, but what we did with this coloring page is we made um, a, the, we made the little kit that you would need to sell this house, you know. Um, but maybe you're trying to sell something else and St. Joseph can help you with that because remember he was a builder, you know, um, so maybe you're trying to build something and you might not use him the way, you know, or invoke him. Don't like use, you know, cause you, you, you know, you, use him. Him. Um, you might invoke him or ask for his help um, with something else. Um, with, with with building a project or or making it stronger or strengthening it or for support in some way, um, and that would have nothing to do with selling a house really, um, but it would be drawing on um, on his power and what he symbolizes, um, you know. So that would be that would be something I think that would be you know again it's just an example of where you can go that goes beyond what I've suggested in the book, you know. As you were just talking about, you know, this ritual here, I, you know, earlier I mentioned in that blurb about coloring conjure that it's not just a coloring book and it's not just spells, but I really see that in your description just now, how it's not just coloring, you know, it's not just coloring conjure, it's also, you have that history in there and that culture and, you know, you do have you know, various sites in your books and I was wondering, did you visit all the locations in your book? in person are you talking about color and conjure or are you talking about magical destinations of the northeast i you we can talk about both <laughs> okay because in the in color and conjure i'm not sure what you mean by sites or just but, like any just the rituals you talked about kind of the research you did Oh, okay. Okay. I see what you mean. Um, some of it I drew on my own, like I said, I drew on my own background. Um, 
But then, you know, I mean, you're reading books. I have friends and, you know, and family really from all different, from all different paths. You know, so if I ever have a question, um, you know, I never have it hesitate to ask. Um, you know, the important thing is, though, especially if you're working with a with a culture or a path that is not your own, um, is to make sure that you give credit where credit is due, um, you know, and acknowledge, you know, where where this came from, um, you know, where did this idea come from, um, you know, and I find that like there's a lot of different little interconnections, um, you know, be- between um, whether it's between cultures or whether it's between paths. I've seen similarities in faiths from like opposite sides of the globe. It's really interesting, um, you know, and also it's telling because it, it says that we have a lot more in common than we have different I think. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, what you said pretty much rings true. And yeah, I love that. You know, you have this extensive support base. And then I love how it also ties into uh, what you said about, you know, honoring your ancestors and maybe honoring your living ancestors or, or those around you who have maybe kind of helped build you as a person. And, you know, in, in, their own little ways. Maybe those are, maybe the people around you are, uh, <laughs> maybe this is a stretch, but like living spells, right? Because they are, they are these helpful people who are building up to where you are and kind of helping you out whenever you need to, and then helping you create your spells or, uh, you know, do research and build them and make sure that they get conveyed properly to your readership. And oh, so, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I think that's great. I think it's, it's, it ties in, it all fits into this perfect circle. And so, you know, just before we go real quick, I wanted to ask Natalie if you have, you know, anything that you'd like to leave the audience with, um, any message besides that brilliant one that you just gave about everybody being, having more in common than we thought we did. Uh, yeah, anything you'd like to say? Um, sure. I mean, you, you cannot go wrong, whatever happens during your daily life or whatever, you cannot ever go wrong by choosing to be kind. So please, 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 you know, always choose kindness. And we get opportunities every day, every day, um, you know, to help each other out. Um, whether it's just smiling and hope it, holding the door open for someone or actually doing something bigger. Um, and when we talk about honoring ancestors, um, and we all are common ancestors, you know, I mean, if we want to, you know, if we really want to think about it, we're all in the human <laughs> family. Um, the best way to honor those who are not here anymore is to take care of those who are here. Um, so let's please do that. And I think if we do, we all work together. Um, it's going to be a much better place for everyone. Definitely. Especially with, you know, everything that's going on worldwide these days. I think we really need that. I think that is absolutely perfect to end it on. Thank you so much, Natalie. Uh, it was a great conversation. And yeah, that was this brilliant uh, audience during the break. I hate to close after such a poignant moment, too. <laughs> Be sure to check out our 501c3 literacy and positive media charity at bethestarur.org. And there's more information under events at our website at btsya.org. Uh, remember, guys, BTSYA has also set up donations for hurricane and fire disaster relief at btsya.org. So make sure you visit and donate to those in need. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Katie Chu. To learn more about Natalie Zaman and her books, visit her website at nataliezaman.com or at nataliezaman.blogspot.com. Zaman is spelled Z-A-M-A-N. Visit www.expressyourselfteenradio.com for more information about our show. 
When we come back, we will be continuing our inspiring conversation on the gift of color and manifestation. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Katie Chu, and our program is Express Yourself. And today's hour is all about the gift of color and manifestation. And I'm Brigitte Gia. For this last segment, we have Katie wrapping up our discussion with her segment, Aim to Shoot. Hey, Katie. Hi, everyone. So, you know, today for my segment, Aim to Shoot, which is really all about careers, I'll be kind of focusing on the key steps to manifesting our dream careers and putting color in our paths toward them. So we do talk about, you know, our dream careers and, you know, when we're young, everyone says, what do you want to be? And when we are older, everyone still asks, you know, what do you want to be? And, but we don't really (laughs) find, you know, (laughs) dream career. Like what is a dream career? And really your dream career is the role that you can't stop thinking about. And sometimes for people, that role, that role pops up in your head, you know, when you're young, you know, elementary or middle school, people have an experience that kind of defines their dream career. But also a dream career doesn't just have to be the role that you can't stop thinking about or that you're obsessed with. It's It can be a career that combines, you know, being a professional and also combining it with your interests, your skills and values. It it really is a dream career to be able to work in a place where you're able to pursue your interests, you know, really show your skills and where you're be able to protect all your values. And being able to do that is the ideal, you know, career and the ideal work condition. And be, um, manifesting our dream career is being able to imagine it and go toward it. That's huge when I, when you're in high school, especially as you're, you know, as Bridget and I know as seniors, you know, that's huge as you're trying to go toward college and trying to, you know, think about what you might be doing in the future. And, you know, there are certain steps toward kind of manifesting your dream career and starting your first steps toward it. And that first step is identifying your core values. So you may think that you know all your core values and you, you know, some of you might, but really there are some values that you might not know until you're actually, you know, in a job or you're in a workplace. And the values that I'm mentioning right now are kind of your priorities in the workplace. So 
you know, for you, money may be important. And that's not bad. You know, we all work for money. <laughs> and, you know, if money is your priority, you know, you should definitely consider that if it's really important to you. But, you know, as a person, if acknowledgement or appreciation is important to you, um, being known by people and getting appreciated for your work, then definitely consider that as you're looking at occupations and careers, you know, make sure that it does align with your values. If interacting with other people is important, then definitely make sure that your job that you might have isn't an isolated job. It works that you're working with other people, you know, maybe you want to consider jobs that involve teamwork. Maybe you want to consider jobs where you're, you know, offering advice or talking to other people, other clients and, that would, you know, cover the interaction and being able to really have your core values in your career is super important. You know, one thing that you might want to consider is traveling or staying in one office, you know. Some jobs involve a lot of traveling. Like my dad travels to you know, every country that seems to exist <laughs> every other week while, you know, other you know, other people may work continuously in one office or one building and it depends, really, if you prefer traveling, that's great. But, you know, if you prefer to stay in one place and not have to deal with, you know, the if certain negatives of traveling, you know, always being up in other places, then you definitely want to think about that. And while that's, you know, one really important step, there are other things to consider. And that's kind of knowing where you belong in work. So that's not exactly... Um, saying like oh where you belong in a community but it's kind of more um considering you know your work ethic and work structure and work attitude and every business every company has a different ethic structure and attitude you know would you rather work in a place where it's constantly you know it's a bit more serious or where it's a bit more lighthearted? do you want to work in a place where the structure is where you're working with everyone or where there is a, you know, kind of a hierarchical um, structure mm -hmm. to the employees, you know? And there's just that, all that variety and, you know, kind of that atmosphere and that environment. And you definitely want to know which one you want to be in and which one you would prefer when you're working. And being able to consider that is a huge skill when you're going into a career path. Now, the third step and, or third you know, advice that you want to take is use technology to your benefit. So, you know, everyone these days uses technology. I'm using technology right now, you know, <laughs> and, you know, looking for colleges as a senior, I'm definitely using a lot of technology. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you have, you, it's up to you to really use technology to your benefit. These days you can make a lot of connections online you know, I have a lot of people who are just, you know, seniors at my high school, but they're in contact with um, professors at different colleges. And I know, Brigitte, you've been in contact with like politicians before, you know, like <laughs> you can make a lot of connections just online and be able to have those connections ahead of time to really get in toward your dream career. You know, while it, connections don't define you at all, you know, in any way, they are, they can help you and you know, going toward a path. For example, if you're interested in becoming a professor, then you may want to speak to someone, you know, who is a professor. And if it's hard for you to get to a college, you know, go online. You can probably find someone who is, con you know, you can contact and talk to about their job. And 
when you're looking for jobs, there's obviously websites to help. And there are various, you know, sites where you can go on, you can look for jobs that apply to you and your major or your interests. And being able to use these websites well and efficiently can help you find a really good job that suits you. But one thing that is really big, you know, I'm sure, Bridgie, you know about this too, but like social media, you know, your profile. Yeah, of course. (laughs) You know, job seekers and employers also use social media more and more to really kind of choose their employees. Not that they're going to judge you by it, but they may take a look and see, you know, what is this um, individual interested in and how might he or she help. Um, this company or this business and one way to really help yourself is create a strong LinkedIn profile. I know a couple of my friends as high schoolers who have profiles who have used it for you know various reasons and really having a strong online presence in a you know positive way can end up helping you when you're trying to look for a job or trying to you know get a job and you know, in addition to using technology, you know, considering your values, where you belong, one thing, another thing that you have to really, you know, consider is support. While you may think it's a given, you know, you know, have support. Yeah, of course. But really, you know, when job searching is a difficult, you know, a difficult process, even high schoolers have difficulty with it. And when you're older, especially these days with, you know, high competition after leaving college, and you know there's there are a lot of obstacles in getting a job and it may be difficult so it's really important to have your friends and family around you and there are you know um, job career advisors who can help you if you do want the help and you can reach out to them and maybe they can help guide you toward a clearer path in your career and you know like I mentioned before surrounding yourself with support can also include you know talking to people with experience in your field of work they can uh, offer a lot of advice or, you know, be able to help you in times of need, you know, give you something to look forward to or look for while you're looking for work. And the fifth most important or one of the most important things is being flexible. So when you have this dream career, you have this kind of ideal picture of what how you're going to be working and what you're going to be and, you know, what your life is going to be and that may not necessarily be the case you know especially these days we have these ideas about certain jobs and you know it seems like so many people around me want to be doctors but you know in in 10 years will they still want to be doctors you know we don't know that much about careers until we're really you know maybe in college or you interned for a you know, someone in that position. And, you know, you have to be flexible, even if you've had this dream career for so long. Remind yourself that every job is a compromise. You may not be able to find the job that is perfect for you, but you can find one that's pretty close. And part of that is compromising, you know, being able to give up something little for being, you know, having a job that is close enough to your ideal, to your dream career. Yeah. And I think that's, definitely super important yeah i i think you know you've led us through this path of being able to establish this career and i think that's all absolutely you know true to your telling is that 
order to find your dream career, you do have to consider all these factors. And then I think a lot of people, especially at this age with parental influence, uh, we consider money to be this huge, important factor. But there are so many other points to a job that you have to take into consideration. You know, you may be getting a larger paycheck, but it also may be at your expense, you know, at the expense of something that you'd rather, you know, that you'd prefer over a big paycheck. And I think you really were able to highlight that. And I think I'm definitely going to take all of your advice into consideration uh, when I'm determining my own career field. Uh, Well, thank you so much, Katie, for such an intriguing segment. You always have so much information. It's amazing. Uh, Sadly, it is time to say farewell. Uh, Audience, um, remember that we give our thanks to Style Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our engineer, A-Rod. And I was going to say, audience, remember that these are the people who have built up the show and they're uh, there to thank for our amazing broadcasts. Thanks to our guests and t- reporters from around the world as well. And thank you, our listeners, of course, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Katie Chu. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For info on our creative community, go to www.expressyourselfteenradio.com and our main site at www.bethestarur.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, color, and manifest your dreams and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars to shine. Between the lines If you would let yourself